welcome to another episode of Chamber Live. Hello, Hello. and uh, welcome to December. Right? Oh gosh, yeah, December. It's, I still got my coat on. It's Can't 2024. When uh, I'm gonna blink, mm-hmm. it is 2024. And uh, but we're excited. This is a wonderful new launched show. Um, podcast that we have launched, and we've got a great guest with us, Jill Gallagher with Gallagher Team, powered by Keller Williams. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I got all of that yes. in, yes. The, in there. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's a yes. lot, but welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, awesome. So, tell us a little bit about the Gallagher Home Team. So, um, gosh, I got my real estate license in 2007. Oh, wow. Wonderful time. A long time ago, yeah. And uh, little did I know that the market was going to quickly nosedive into the toilet. And um, so, but, you know, ignorance is bliss, right? And um, I actually had, uh, in 2006, I had uh, my son, and I thought I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. So I was like, this is what I'm going to do. And that took about six months of me doing that (laughs) to realize that's not what I want to do. And um, a friend of mine wanted to start flipping houses. And he he said, I'm going to go to real estate school. I was like, that sounds like a great idea. I'll go with you. He didn't go. And I ended up going and, you know, he's still teaching school. And here I am. Oh, wow. Almost 17 years later. And um, so I, I joined a small firm. I thought Mooresville is where I need to be, yeah. um, even though I've lived in Statesville my whole life. Right. Don't ask me why. I was it, that. It, maybe that's when they were kind of in that growth stage, maybe. Well, in my mind, I was like, oh, I, I'll go sell million-dollar houses because that's <laughs> how that works. Sure, on the lake, um, yeah. And, you know, quickly, as the market turned, I, I ended up coming to a brokerage in Statesville. And um, I remember sitting, um, I shared an office with Sonia Leonard, and um, we were kind of overlooking that uh, field between the office and the church on on Broad Street. And I just remember thinking, gosh, I love downtown Statesville mm-hmm. so much. I'm going to have an office here one day. Like, this was my dream. I love to hear the ARS kids playing out there. Just It's just full of life. Mm-hmm. And so... Fast forward 10 years, a lot of bumps and bruises and lessons. Um, I had the opportunity to buy a building in downtown, and uh, we opened our firm there. So Keller Williams has an office on West Broad Street. Yeah. Um, I still get to hear those kids yep. playing and laughing. And now mm-hmm. we get, you know. The preschoolers the, there. Yeah, and the dogs, because <laughs> uh-huh. they're so all the dogs, dog training companies come through. That's it's right. So it's just, you know, it's a dream come true. It's been a lot of work, but um, Statesville has been so, so good to us. And uh, we love this community. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So backtrack to stay-at-home mom, mm-hmm. six months. <laughs> so what appealed to you about real estate? What was it that you thought, this is what I need to do? Because that was not what you were doing before. No, I was a, a dental assistant. Yeah. <laughs> um, and oddly enough, uh, there's a lot of dental assistants and a lot of teachers that go into real estate. I don't know why. Oh, interesting. Uh, I know. It's a, it's a weird thing, but it's very common. Um, I think for me, uh, my husband is a contractor. He's He's been in building his whole life. So I've always, and my dad was handy and did a lot of things around the house. So I've always kind of enjoyed that aspect of it, but I like people. Um, and I'd only bought a couple houses. So, I mean, it's not like I had, I guess, one house at that time. Right. Um, so it's not that I had a ton of experience. I just really enjoyed or, or thought that I would enjoy anyway, the mm-hmm. the house aspect and helping people with that. 
I also thought it would be a very flexible schedule. I learned some lessons real quickly that it's not. It's flexible, but um, not for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your your bosses are your clients. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, of course you... But as my business has grown and we have a team, of course, my time is more flexible now. Yes. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, I was just going to ask, you had mentioned that, you know, time is more flexible. Um, do you feel like in the last 10 years, what has been like one of the biggest benefits of growing your business? Oh, gosh. I think for me, you know, in the beginning, it was about our clients and selling houses for me personally, because it was just me. And then in 2014, I hired my very first administrative person to help me. So 2013 was a really incredibly hard year. Um, Personally, professionally, the market was terrible. All kinds of things happened. And I put my nose down, like, or nose, I guess put my nose to the grindstone like I had never done before. Um, I had recently joined Keller Williams, um, and they really taught me how to grow a business Mm -hmm. and exactly the steps that I needed to do. And it was like kind of like paint by numbers. I just said okay, you tell me what to do and I'm going to go do it because we needed to we needed to d- be successful. At that point, prior to that, it was kind of a, an expensive hobby, just to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I went to work and I looked up. I had 16 transactions one month by myself. That's a lot of paperwork. Mm-hmm. And my broker in charge was like, I can't pay you until you get some paperwork done. <laughs> So so I hired um, a client of mine, actually, and she's been with me ever since. Um, So Samantha has been there for a lot of changes, a lot of things. So Mm. she's been very good to me. And as I've grown the team, I think my passion has become threefold. It's our community, our clients, and the people that work with me. Um, I want to see them grow and diversify their income, have multiple streams of income, own investment properties, and really, you know, change the course of their life and their family tree through real estate because it's such a good vehicle for that. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Keller Williams. There's a whole philosophy behind Keller Williams, isn't there? Um, their training and just how they support their realtors. Sure. How did I mean, did that resonate with you initially, or did you just stumble into Keller Williams? Or? So, funny story. I um, I had a transaction with an agent um, who was newer to the area. She'd been in real estate maybe three years and had not been in the area a whole lot longer than that, maybe five. So not a lot, but was doing three times the business that I was. And I thought, how is she doing this? And so I had a conversation with her, and she was like, Keller Williams taught me everything to do. And so when I went and interviewed with them, they said, okay, well, we're the number one real estate firm in size, in number of agents, in volume, and in training. Like, they're in the national—I mean, they're in the, uh, like, world record book for how many times they've won this award. So huge training company. Mm-hmm. And I went to school. Yeah, <laughs> basically, that's what I did. I went and got an education in real estate. And if you want to master something, that's what you have to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. What wonderful support for you to have in growing, you know, your business and then deciding to stay right here in Statesville mm-hmm. and do that too. And to be downtown Statesville, that's super fun. I mean, you couldn't ask for a prettier setting, you know, mm-hmm. I love yeah. it. What are some of your significant milestones? I mean, you talk about um, just parenting. Right. Having running your own business and then, you know, managing a home and children. Are there any other 
milestones within so, your career? Yeah, my kids really don't know anything other than real estate, me or mom doing real estate. You know, they had to go to a lot of showings, and they sat in closings. My, so my son was uh, right about a year old when I got my license. My daughter was born into it. They know nothing other than that, mm-hmm. and they've really they've learned it. My son actually is talking about getting his real estate license, so we'll see. I love that. We'll see. Um, and then you know, navigating, gosh, crazy markets, all the different things. Um, but within our own team, you know, we became the number one selling team in Statesville several years ago, and uh, last year we did a little over a hundred transactions, which equals 100 families that we helped, right? Mm -hmm. And that, I don't take that lightly, Mm -hmm. um, that people put their largest asset in our hands to trust us. And uh, client care is something that I'm Mm -hmm. super passionate about. Mm -hmm. And really just doing things differently and better as the market changes. You know, you've got to update the way you handle things and do things and, and coach your clients so, I mean, I think that's the big ones as far as, you know, like true milestones and in, in order the, you know, where do we want to go? I mean, our, our goals are big. Um, next year, we, you know, of course, the market has gone backwards a little bit. Um, for most people, 30 to 40 percent dip in business. We're only down about 10 percent. So I think that's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, next year, our goal is about 150 families um, that we want to serve. Eventually, our goal is about 700 uh, wow. locally. That's about half of the homes sold. So, you know, that's a big goal. Well, when think is. about all the homes that are being built right now. Oh, I mean, the, the potential is there. I mean, there's plenty for everyone. Because, Absolutely. Uh, I don't know what the current number is, but I feel like the last time we had a conversation with the city of Statesville, the number of homes was like 4,000. And I might be exaggerating that, but it's a lot. That's a lot of coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, coming in stage. There are yep. different stages, but <clears throat> I bet if you drive anywhere around, you're going to see these developments um, popping up mm-hmm. everywhere, and they're 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 fast. We're primed for growth. Oh yeah. Um, you know the one one of the great things about Statesville is our is our infrastructure. Uh-huh. I mean the great. amount of highways and interstates mm-hmm. and, and good roads um, exits. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a really easy to access. Yeah. We're primed for it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, of course, it's I think here. It's, it's, I mean, it's really here. It's, it's, here. it's, it's yeah. really <laughs> people don't want to hear it. Um, but it's here. It's here. And um, and, you know, we've got great school systems, too. And mm-hmm. I, I just yeah, I, I count myself very lucky mm-hmm. to have been born and raised mm-hmm. here and be able to serve the community here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the things, Jill, that most people may not know about you is that you love to stay on top of things and you spend a lot of time on professional development for yourself, but also for your team. You know, what are what, what are you reading right now? What are you doing right now? I know you're always, or what are you thinking you're going to do? I know you always got something planned. <laughs> I do know this. And I've read some great books because of you mm-hmm. and oh, your gosh. ideas. So what is... What's on your What's on your reading table right now? So a couple of different things. Surprisingly, I have three books going right now. So um, one is called The Power of Habit. Okay. So Charles Duhigg wrote that. Um, it's similar to Atomic Habits, mm-hmm. but the nerdier version of it, the science behind okay. it. So fascinating read um, because I think we all have habits we would like to get rid of and mm-hmm. habits that we would like to implement. Sure. So reading that one. Um, another one is called Be Seen, mm-hmm. which is about being your authentic self in business and marketing and, and mm-hmm. really being 
who you are, owning it, and and working with the people mm-hmm. that like you, basically. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have to be like you, but they have to like you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one is called The Mountain Is You. Mm. That one is a very hard read because it's... There's a lot of self-awareness in it, and it really calls you out on your own stuff and how you're self-sabotage and get in your own way. And oh. So, yeah, three vastly different books. Um, that's the only reason I can read three at a time. <laughs> um, but, that, yeah, that's kind of—that's been my—I guess over the course of the last year, that's kind of been my cadence of really um, deep diving into self-awareness and, and owning— Knowing more of who you are and owning yeah. it, mm-hmm. and that's that's a big that's a big awareness is understanding yourself and saying I have this problem, I'm owning it now. How do I make myself better mm-hmm. from it? So many people say, "Well, that's just how I am." Mm, that's cop out. Oh. Uh, so <laughs> that, <laughs> it can be if you don't yeah. want to change yourself. If yeah, yeah, yeah. My I have a lot of faults, but one that I always talk about at the office is. It's okay to remind me that I didn't do something for you because I either forgot or just got distracted sure. or procrastinated on it. Mm. Probably procrastinated. That's my biggest, one of my biggest things. But, you know, just trying to be better, writing myself a little note. Yep. Don't forget to do this, Shannon. Something but, I read. But it's okay to tell me I yeah. forgot. Something I read not long ago said that pro- procrastination is just a, pro- pro- oh my gosh. Procrastination is just a form of perfectionism. <laughs> How is that? And hmm. so that often you you don't get it done because you need you need the time to get it done right, you oh. think. And so you put it off and you put it off because you're you don't have time half done's I, better than perfect. But um, I see. Yeah. That was I, interesting. Well, I think my procrastination lies in if I don't want to do something and I'm just dreading it, I just keep putting it off. The stuff I don't mind doing, I do it, yep. but it's I find myself, oh, mm-hmm. I just don't want to do this. <laughs> For whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I'd come in a couple times asking her, just eat the frog. Yeah. Just eat the frog <laughs> early in the day. Get it done. Oh, it sounds yeah. so good. It's yeah. not easy. It's not easy. <laughs> no, that's great, though. And what was the last book, The Mountain Book? You said The Mountain Is You. The Mountain Is You. All right. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to download that. Is that too hard to read during vacation? That's too heavy? Oh. Don't read that I mean, one. it depends. If you're, I mean, I'm a vacation reader that is like, I love how can I be introspective and think about things? Because that's really the only time I can I was, slow that's down. That's what I was thinking, yeah. So, yeah, for me, I think. But if you're a, you know, a beach harlequin romance reader, then that's not going to be a good book for you. <laughs> no. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think if you really want to deep dive All into right. it and have some thinking time and journaling time, okay. yeah. Very good. I'm going to jump into this question. Could you share any advice or lessons learned from your business journey that might be beneficial to an aspiring realtor or yeah. entrepreneur or entrepreneur yeah yeah. I, yeah I mean the lessons in real estate go way beyond real estate I think the number one thing that an entrepreneur has to have is stick to itness you know like mm-hmm. you just have to have tenacity because you're going to have good months and good years and you're going to have bad months and bad years and it's all about the career you know like mm-hmm. overall was it good? And, you know, I was not a numbers-focused business owner. Like, real estate doesn't even seem like it would be mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Some ways, yes. And that's one thing that Keller Williams and having a coach, honestly, really, really taught me was to deep dive into numbers, knowing 
that every family is a number and every number represents a person. It's not about the numbers, but you have to know them as a business owner. Mm -hmm. And I think we often, um, we only want to focus on people. And then yet at the end of the year, we have no idea how much money we made, how we definitely don't have money for taxes because we spend it all. (laughs) And, you know, like just we're bad business owners, but we love people Mm -hmm. and it has to be a balance of both. So I think that's a huge piece. And I think you'll see that with any entrepreneur because it's like they have a passion for this and they really want to do it, but they don't know how to do the back end part. And that's the challenge. I think until you've done it, you know, when you figured it all out, some of, sometimes they go into it. Well, I'll figure this out later. Mm-hmm. I know this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So that kind of goes back to that self-awareness yeah. also, right? What are you good at? What are you willing to give to somebody else to do to support that's you? Right. right? That's, that's probably, a big one. I know I don't want to spend time on the book, on the book side. So who can I find to help me with that? Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Even if it's, you know, even if it's taken away from some of your, you know, your front end money, but. Oh my gosh, it's so worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's kind of, that was the other piece is really hiring incredible people um, that, you know, love your, love your business, love your clients, just like you do mm-hmm. and really appreciate that. And that's one thing that I think we've really worked on in the last couple of years is really lining up what our values are mm-hmm. as a team and hiring people that match those values. Like mm-hmm. you could be an amazing salesperson that sells hundreds of houses a year, but if your values don't line up with ours, if you're not going to treat our clients mm-hmm. and our vendors the way that we expect mm-hmm. that, then you're not the right fit for us. Mm-hmm. And I've just learned to trust that process that uh, the people inside the business matter as much as the people on the outside and vice versa. Like it's a, you know, a a great working relationship and yeah. So like I am not good at details and numbers and while I've gotten better at it, it's not a strength that I'm ever going to develop. So having somebody on my team that is her passion a hundred percent. I mean, I think she dreams in numbers, you know, like (laughs) that fills her bucket to be able to, mm-hmm. to present that. And she's, there's pride in it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Um, so how many people are on your team? What are you looking to grow? What do you see? I'm really interested in just learning from your perspective, what you see the Statesville area looks like for 2024, 2025, yeah. really. It's, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. Uh, yes. Uh, and I do think that 2024 is a, oh goodness. I mean, it is a ramp up to what, mm-hmm. 2025 looks like I really mm-hmm. believe. So we have, we're a team of five, mm-hmm. three uh, three in sales. So me and uh, two others are in sales, and then we have two administrative support staff that handle all the other stuff, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. keep us straight. Um, we are definitely looking for agents who want to build a successful business. I mean, we will always be hired. We don't grow to 700 transactions with five people. Right. That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So we're always looking for that. Um, whether they're licensed or not licensed, as long as they can get a license, you mm-hmm. know, that's we're, we're willing to work with people down that path. Mm-hmm. Um, experienced or new, if you already have a license, that's the beauty of where we are positioned um, within our business and our strategic partnerships is that it really is paint by numbers. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I know that sounds so simple, but if you sit down and you do what you do, the work, the results will always come. Mm-hmm. They just mm-hmm. do. I mean, they just do. And so we can kind of help anybody along those lines. And then, you know, as far as what's going on in the real estate market and where we're headed, and we talked about growth. Um, I think the next, we're going to look up in the next 10 years and not going to, we're not going to recognize mm-hmm. the amount of growth that we had. 
you know, Mooresville was always growing. And then Troutman just, the wave of COVID mm-hmm. <laughs> growth overtook Troutman. Mm-hmm. It's here. It's it's on our doorsteps. And the amount of people and the uh, just the new neighborhoods and how quickly they're selling from all over the nation. Um, we are we definitely have a, a lot of people moving here from other states. We saw that during COVID. It didn't slow down. Wow. Um, well, we have a lot of great things. We have a very stable economy. Mm-hmm. Our appreciation is typically stable, four to five percent. We we aren't these huge swings normally. Mm-hmm. And then you know we have all four seasons. We have great location. Like we're. I think it's also a great place for business. So mm-hmm. when you grow business, that's where the, you know it's like the chicken or the egg. You, know, you bring the business here, the yes. growth is going to come in, and people in the same way. You're going to have people here, and North Carolina as a state is great. They love business. They are always, yeah. it's a very open, um, open community mm-hmm. of let's, let's, you know, let's welcome you here. Absolutely. I mean, it's great tax rates. I mean, we have the yeah. lowest tax rate in Ardell County. I think we're very low compared to, especially our neighbors. Oh my gosh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of that has to do with having a great balance of business industry and population. Absolutely. It has to balance. And we mm-hmm. definitely have that here. Yeah. And so I'm just, I'm excited about where it's mm-hmm. going in the next several years. I think there's really good things to come for Statesville. Yeah, I agree. Well, as we wrap up, um, anything that we didn't talk about that is just on your mind, it's burning that you need to tell us about? So I, this is going to be a little time specific, but if if I had a crystal ball, yeah. this is what I think. Um, as interest rates went up, you know, our market slowed down. Mm-hmm. Um, prices did not come down, no. FYI. I, I have noticed. <laughs> so as interest rates, the ebb and flow, I believe every indication points to the interest rates are going to continue to fall. Mm-hmm. Um, we're probably never going to see twos and threes and fours again. Like, For a that's while. not healthy. Yeah. Um, fives and sixes, possibly. Mm-hmm. Sixes, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and as that happens, there's still so much pent up demand for homes. Um, we are going to see an influx of buyers all over again. So people that are like, if you can buy right now, I would do it because you got more opportunity mm-hmm. to pick mm-hmm. and you're not fighting other buyers off and, you know, an <laughs> arm and a leg and please take my firstborn so I can buy your house. I know. Cause that's how it felt. <laughs> it did. Um, I really think that we're going to end up in, in a similar situation uh, in the next six months, yeah. and it's going to be an interesting ride yeah. again. And potentially, home values are going to go through the roof again. So it's going to be a wild ride in 2024. Mm. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Y'all remember that from Disney World? Mm. <laughs> that was always my favorite. Well, thank you, Jill Gallagher yes. with the Gallagher Home Team, powered by yes. Keller Williams. Yes, we appreciate for you being here. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah. Thank you.